This is episode 158, Building a Daily Gratitude Practice, Part 5. Pray. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Dance of Life podcast. Every week, my goal is to inspire you to take action towards what you love, live a transformed life, and enjoy the journey there. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me today. Happy Monday to you as we begin another week with our series on building a daily gratitude practice. If you are just joining this series, we have a couple episodes before that where we opened up the 12, top 12 very effective and simple and powerful habits that you can implement in your life. My goal uh, was every Monday, basically, throughout this series, we got a couple more, we got about eight weeks more of this, every Monday to share with you some very, very powerful habits uh, that will really change your life, ultimately, you know, pick at least one or two or maybe three of them and commit to them on a regular basis and notice the impact that it has on everything from your business to your relationships to your well-being, your health. You know, if, you, if you've been on this show for a while with me, you know how much gratitude is a big part of my life, as much as changed everything about everything that I do, my business, my health, uh, you know, being able to appreciate everything and, and, and reframe the obstacles that happen to you on a regular basis, um, to be able to see and extract pleasure from every moment. You know, this is a skill. It's not something that comes naturally because if, if you know anything about the brain and how it works, and you don't have to know a lot, but you, you can learn a little bit and see how handicapped we are every single day. You know, we have all these biases about how our brain works. It's in constant effort to conserve energy and, and be in survival mode. So we are in a constant war with ourselves, unfortunately. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a gift in a sense, too, because it teaches us the value of something like gratitude, the value of prayer, which is what we're going to talk about today. And, and it helps us reconnect to the things that really matter, because what would life be without those struggles? But nevertheless, we do have them. And unless we build a practice, that's what this, this whole episode is about, and that's what all this whole series is about. Unless we build a practice to achieve what we want, we will inevitably just fall victim to all those handicaps. You know, everything that you want in life I've said this numerous times, is a practice. It's not an instance. It's not a picture. Even though we see it that way in our minds, we see that future picture. You know, let's say I want to get married or I want to get a good body or I want to have a successful business or whatever else. You usually see that when you're visualizing. You see it as a picture. But it, it actually is a vibration. It is a, is a flip book. It's a series of pictures that continually flow outward. You know, so there is a very important distinction there because... By relating it to it in the, in the second way, as a, as a movie, as a flow, as a vibration, as something that happens on an ongoing basis, you realize the importance of practice. You know, if it's just an instance, it's a lot easier to see the things that happen in life as luck, as chance, as accidents, uh, as no connection to the process whatsoever. And anything that you want, whether it's health, like I said, business, relationship, it's all a practice, right? So my goal with this episode and with this series is to support you in that daily practice. Now, if you've been listening, I also recently wrote a book called The Gratitude Map, and that's available to you absolutely free. You can go on my website, danceoflife.com. 
you can actually get the free book and a free mini course with some lessons on this stuff, a little workbook. There's a lot of really cool free resources available to you. There's a daily gratitude practice Facebook group that we have. No promotion, just jump on in, share in some gratitude challenges, remind yourself of what is important every day. You know, that's a very valuable tool and they're all free. So ultimately, it just comes down to you taking the action. So I hope that these episodes, this little bit of content can inspire you to to take some different action in your life. You know, even if it's just 1% difference, 100 days later, that's 100% improvement. So it is not about huge leaps necessarily, but rather the accrual, right? The addition of small gains. And that's that's been a big lesson in my life with with habits and with gratitude. So today, we're talking about the fifth habit, prayer. You know, I break all these habits down in the book, but we're going to we're going to break them down here with some action items in these episodes so you can really live them and take them today. So, first I have a quote for you that really kind of sets the stage and I absolutely love this quote. I found it. It's from Corey Ten Boom. She's a famous watchmaker and author. And she says, "Is prayer your steering wheel or your spare tire?" And I love that distinction because, you know, oftentimes we, we, we have all these associations to prayer, you know, and when I chose prayer as one of the, when I did the research for this book and I was looking at, okay, what are the top habits that I can include that have been the most time, you know, time proven habits you see in all cultures? What's the, what's the guiding compass here? And prayer was one of them. But unfortunately, there's a lot of associations that we have to prayer uh, that that kind of give us either a reason not to do it or an aversion of some kind or whatever, right? So one of them is religion, right? You know, I'm I grew up religious. I'm not religious so much anymore. I mean, I believe in God, but uh, whatever your faith happens to be, I believe that prayer has nothing to do with religion. It is part of religion, or let's say religion has made prayer part of it. And I'm not going to get into a religious episode here, but prayer is not associated to physical a physical place or how you hold your hands or what words you say, but rather it is a state of being. This is very important because prayer existed longer before religion ever came into being. You know, religion was something that we created with our hierarchies and systems and all these things that we have as a human constructs. But prayer is a state, if you think about it, you know, back back in the ancient times, people were watching the skies. They were impressed with the sun. They had the spiritual experiences. They had the sense of connectedness to the universe. They had the sense of faith, you know, and faith in a non-religious sense, in the sense like, wow, there's predictable cycles, and there's some governing greater force that's way bigger than me, you know, all these types of thoughts. And why that's important is that if you can start seeing prayer as a state of being, that is independent of religion. It's independent of the external factors of what you're wearing, what language you're speaking, where you're at, who you're praying with. It's really just a state of being. And that state of being, particularly, is a very powerful one. It's very creative. It's very generative. It's when you attract the good things to you. It's when you reconnect to faith and to that sense of possibility. You know, when you're, when you're in a state of prayer, you are in a higher state of vibration, higher state of consciousness. There's different brainwave states. If you've studied this or uh, one of my books on my recommended reading list, 
It's called uh, Mind to Matter. I interviewed the author actually recently, Dr. Dawson Church, and really, really awesome book. Highly recommend it, Mind to Matter. But in there, he talks about the different brainwave states for healing, like actual healing. They, you know, they did scientific research on healers and all this kind of stuff. And they found that the, one of the common things was, independent of culture or anything else, was this idea of brainwave states. And particularly in, when, when you're in a relaxed theta wave type state, that is when healing happens, both in your own body or you know, w- with the training, you're able to project healing energy uh, and, and help an external situation. So there's actually science behind this. And the more you look into it, again, the more you break away the association that prayer is this religious thing, that you have to say a particular word or prayer to, to activate its potential. It's really the power of your intention. It is conscious intention, and it is, is getting into a relaxed state of, of being. We could say that as well. And there's also you know some sort of ritual to it. And ritual, again, is not religious, but ritual is just the routine, in a sense, or sequence, let's put it that way. Routine tends to have some sense of boring or kind of blasé feel, but really it's the sequence. You know, in the morning, when you go out and let's say you have your tea on your patio or your coffee, uh, and you're just connected to nature and relaxing, and you have a a way that you go about that, and it puts you in this state, and maybe you're relaxed there and you get some thoughts about the day, some creative ideas. That's a prayer state. You know, when you're riding, when I ride my bike throughout the neighborhood, I, I regularly t- try to take bikes, uh, bike rides throughout my neighborhood to, to interrupt my pattern, especially if I'm working a lot that day. I'll go through the neighborhood and just connect to nature, especially here in Arizona right now at the time of this episode, it's about September and, um, you know, it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful outside, you know, so those moments I really feel very creative. I start getting ideas that I even think about because my brain, your brain wave state changes. When you're in a prayer state, you move away from the analytical beta wave, you know, type of processing, which is very survival mode, which is very like scattered, seeing, you know, separate things. It doesn't see the bigger picture. And you connect to a different state where you see things differently. And that's why it's so important because ultimately gratitude. So now if we go back to a gratitude practice, to see the bigger picture, to connect to faith, to not get lost in the details and the changes of life, to not get sidetracked by these things that constantly happen to us, right? I mean, every day there's something, you know, I wrote a book about this stuff, I podcast, I blog, and every day there's something to challenge me. And especially with this book, you know, I laughed often because I was like, man, you know, I'm really having to eat my words with this, with everything that's happening to kind of create, you know, all the marketing for it and just basically things that I didn't know, obviously. So I made a lot of mistakes and failures and having a trial and error. And it really challenged my sense of gratitude, (laughs) you know. So at the end of the day, we never can control what happens to us, but we can control how we respond to it. And that is the key. And having a regular practice of connecting to that higher consciousness, that higher, whatever you want to call it. If you're religious and you want to call it God, if you're non-religious and you want to call it nature or the universe, it really doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you know, science tells us it's the same thing. It's a different vibration, literally, in your brain, in your body. And so prayer is very important. 
because prayer allows you to connect to this state where you attract abundance, where you are fulfilled with the moment, where you feel thankful, where you feel that everything's going to be all right. You trust, you have faith. When you don't have faith, you're in scarcity mode, you're in survival, you're running, you're chasing. It's impossible to feel gratitude when you're in that kind of vibration. So prayer is integral as a habit to to continually pray and and connect to that higher power. Now, how do you pray? You know, it's a, it's a different story. So that's ultimately up to you. But one thing that's very important, and I think uh, it goes back to this quote that we had, is, is prayer your steering wheel or your spare tire? A lot of times we pray only when we need something. You know, only when we need something, we kind of, okay, let me connect to God or universe or whatever. Please, like, help me out here. And that really, you know, that that's like a desperate attempt to try to control our situation. Real prayer is when you give thanks. And in my opinion, it's the only kind of prayer. Because if you think about it, anytime you're asking for something, you are acknowledging that you don't have it in some way. Regardless of how beautiful, how nice that something is, you know, you want world peace, whatever else, you are acknowledging that it isn't there. That's what you're really acknowledging. And if you believe in the law of attraction, you believe in any of this kind of stuff, you realize that by doing that, inadvertently, you focus on what's not there and what's missing. However, when you focus on what you love, what you're thankful for, what you have, what you are so grateful that has happened in your life, that you you know are already living, that's already here, that puts you in a state of receiving that's very different. We have a physiological response to the word thank you. We've associated it with receiving. So when you receive and you, you know, when you act and think and say that you've received, then your body physiology, your, your body believes that you've received and that magnetizes you to receive more. And that's the magic of prayer. So ultimately, when you pray, it is really about connecting to something higher, connecting to faith, connecting to what you already have, for to gratitude, all these kind of things. That is, in my opinion, the only way to really pray, not to ask for something that you don't have. And even if it's something crazy, you know, like, man, thank you so much for all of the money that you're sending my way, even though you may be dirt poor. You have to connect to, and it comes back to faith, you have to connect to the reality that things always change, and you never know what tomorrow will bring. So we have to make a habit out of this, and I have three suggestions for you that you can implement in your own life. My challenge to you is to take at least one of these and you know go through the previous episodes, You know, stay tuned for the next couple Mondays, and create your own daily gratitude practice. You know, the book and like I said, the mini course available on the website, danceoflife.com, that'll guide you through creating your own custom gratitude practice. And obviously you have the the Facebook group to to practice it. You've got a little workbook that you can also use to basically create your own little journal and and stick to these for at least two weeks. That's my challenge for you. 14 days. Takes a little longer to build a habit, but if you're frequent with it, if you do these consistently every day, I guarantee you that after two weeks, you'll notice a big difference and it'll be much easier to stick with your habit. I've tried to incorporate many of these habits in my life throughout the last couple of years. And like I said, even with the consistency that I've had, there are still days that are very challenging. Uh, But 
the habits that you build up for yourself will help you bounce back much easier. And that's the key. You're not going to avoid pain. You're not going to avoid suffering. You're not going to avoid complaining or negativity or anger, but you are going to avoid going off the deep end because your habits are going to be like a safety net that rescue you. It's like a barometer. You know, like if you didn't have a a barometer for your gas mileage to tell you, hey, you're running out of gas, you would run out of gas and you'd find yourself stuck. But because you have a barometer that says, hey, you know, you're, especially nowadays, we have really smart cars that tells you how efficient, you know, you're constantly, what's your rate of burning gas, you know, this kind of thing, that constant feedback. And that's the same thing with your habits. When you have those habits, it's a safety net that clicks in play that becomes automatic after a while. The more you invest in repeating this stuff, the better. So my three suggestions for you for incorporating more prayer into your life. First one is pray for at least five minutes one time per day, whether that's in the morning, at night. You know, I have a gratitude priming exercise that I do in the morning. Uh, I like to go outside and do it, breathe, you know, kind of focus on what I'm grateful for, communicate to nature, communicate to myself, practice self-love, whatever it is. You know, I I think the fun part is creating your own prayer. But again, remember the, the key components, connecting to something greater, being grateful, finding that faith, thanking in advance for what you already have, those kinds of things, you know, self-love, that's a big one. Uh, Or you can do it at night, you know, throughout the day, whenever you feel, just take a break and pray for five minutes a day. Find yourself in a meditative state, breathe, calm down. Remember that prayer is in a relaxed state. It's not in hurrying around and asking for something that you don't have. My second suggestion is to create a ritual, to create some sort of gratitude ritual. You know, I used to have Uh, different types of rituals when I would meditate pretty hardcore, like I would, you know, write like a prayer on a a piece of paper, then I would burn it. Obviously, you got to be careful with this, but, you know, burn it, put it in a bowl, create a whole little area where you can meditate in, you know, drink some tea, like anything that really, you know, we have, our brains are designed for spiritual experiences, for this kind of connecting to that zone, that flow state. It's all the same thing. And one of the ways that we do that is through priming. It's through these rituals or these sequences of things. Like, for example, if you go to bed, you know, they say don't look at your phone when you're in bed or watch TV or eat, you know, food when you're in bed because you're associating things that don't belong with sleep with your bed. And then when you actually try to sleep, your, your brain is confused. So we can prime our brain for these spiritual experiences, for these type of uh, zone or flow states by creating a sequence You know, so let's say your sequence again is going out riding your bike or having some tea in the morning. You do it, you prepare it in a certain way. So then it starts to trigger these feelings of, okay, like the brain says, it's time to relax and get connected. And that's a very effective way. So gratitude ritual, very important, very powerful habit that you can incorporate. And again, be creative, do it, you know, design one for yourself. And the final suggestion I have uh, that you can incorporate is write your prayer and keep it on you. Whether you want to do that every day or you want to do something more meaningful, Uh, like for example, I wear a Tree of Life intention stick around my neck. It's a necklace. It's really beautiful. You can get it at intentionstick.org. I interviewed uh, the the owners and creators of that uh, on my podcast. I think it was episode 132 or something like that. It's a Scott and Marla Burger. They're super awesome, friendly people, very beautiful cause that they've created. But basically these sticks are uh, these little beautiful metal, you know, sticks that you have to look at it. It sounds terrible the way I'm describing it, but you can put a little message and you can rotate the messages, but basically it's a one word message based on what you feel. 
and you put that intention in in the stick and you wear it around your heart. So it basically it charges that intention for the day. So that's your prayer. You know, so that's another form of prayer. You can write a, you know, I used to love finding little fortune cookies and keeping them in my wallet. That's a form of prayer. You know, words are so powerful that uh, they they have an energy vibration to them, especially if you tune into that. They're very powerful. So writing a prayer or having a written type of prayer, it can be a one-word prayer, it could be something you wrote, something you found, like a fortune cookie. You know, my book, when I found it, one of the big inspirations for actually writing the book, starting it, and if you read, you know, go get the book and you read it, you'll see I have a story right in the beginning about how I found a fortune cookie, like a fortune actually on the ground, literally like the timing was perfect and what it said was unbelievable and I found it in some rocks but you have to go get the book to find out what it said but it was very appropriate and it inspired me to actually write this book so prayer with writing and keeping that writing on you is very it's been a huge part of tradition and culture and getting us primed to feel and experience those flow states so figure out which one is best for you so again pray for five minutes a day whether that's outside in your room, in a quiet little meditative space. Um, you know, you don't have to say anything either. You can you can just be still. Maybe that's your form of prayer. Gratitude ritual, that's another one. And then write your prayer and keep it on you. So again, you've got the Daily Gratitude Practice Facebook group. If you want to participate in that, it's totally free. Just ask to join. It's a private group, but, you know, we'll let you in as soon as you ask. And then if you want more on this, we have the book and free mini course available to you danceoflife.com. I hope you've enjoyed this lesson, guys. Incorporate these habits into your life. Even if you incorporate one, one new habit a month, you know, after a whole year, that's 12 habits. And that's, that's a big deal, especially if you're consistent, you're a brand new person in a year from now. It'll change your life. It's not something that's going to change your life tomorrow. It may, but you will notice as time goes by, suddenly you're a whole different person. It's like, wow, I'm so grateful that I've been consistent with my habits, that now I've, I've been able to create that safety net, that, that, that powerful foundation that can weather change and that can help me be happy and fulfilled. And whatever happens, you know, life is always going to throw stuff at you. But regardless of that, you have the foundation to deal with it and to deal with it powerfully and to come back on top creative and inspired, right? That's what this all is about. And happy. So to your fulfillment, to your fulfillment and happiness. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you guys on Friday. For more episodes and weekly content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.